Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Greetings and salutations, homeboys and homegirls. Welcome to Chad and Cheese, HR's most dangerous podcast. I'm Joel Cheeseman, also known as the Barry White of HR. <laughs> and that is so much shit. And I'm Chad Sawash. <laughs> On this week's show, old people need jobs, dot jobs gets jobs, and a lot of former work here employees are looking for jobs. Stay tuned. Chad and I might need new jobs by the time this one's over. Word. Google. Lever. Intello. Monster. Jibe. What do these companies, and hundreds of others, have in common? They all use sovereign technology. Some use our software to help people find the perfect job, while others use our technology to help companies find the perfect candidate. Sovereign has been the global leader in recruitment intelligence software since 1996, and we can help improve your hiring process, too. We'd love to help you make a perfect match. Visit Sovereign.com, S-O-V-R-E-N.com. For a free demo. We'd love to help you make the perfect match. <laughs> Her voice is way too smooth for the the, the saltiness that we're feeling today. <laughs> it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. Well, let's start out with the ugliness. I mean, uh, something that wasn't ugly was uh, Jeff Tenery from uh, Moonlighting.com. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the – and, and, I have to say they they did the promotion of the show the right way. Like if every company that we interview mm-hmm. gave us that much love, we'd have the 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 highest rated podcast on iTunes. Well, not to without- not to mention, I mean, he he also educated you and I on blockchain, cryptocurrency, and the moon bit. What the hell a moon bit was until Jeff talked to us. <laughs> of course, educating us is usually like animated gifs and emot- emoticons, but. <laughs> Other, other, other than that, sock puppets. Yes. So, and then the newest firing squad brought to you by Jobs to Careers, featuring our friend Adam Gordon. We're gonna apparently we we had a, a bit of good news. We're gonna see uh, Adam in Dublin next month. We are, we are. Which means I told him I would buy him his first Beamish, since he said that is the beer to drink when you're when you're in Ireland. Uh, definitely, there's no question. You got to drink Guinness, okay? But he said Beamish. He actually said, this is his quote, Beamish is badass. It was. And uh, you and I enjoy a badass beer like no other boys I know. And uh, Beamish will be on the menu for sure. That's right. So if you haven't heard the uh, Firing Squad podcast, uh, Adam's with Candidate ID. He knocked it out of the park. Good job for him. Check it out on chadcheese.com. Well, I'm not sure he marked uh, hit it out of the park uh, with my review. But yes, he did well. I appreciated the time. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the job board doctor who gets a shout out every week, um, but he commits to the show, so he deserves it. Uh, for his quote that I am the quote, Barry White of HR. Yeah, baby. Dude, Thank you. You, you do not have Barry White level of game that's all there is to it <laughs> i'm thinking more i'm thinking more marvin gay but you know i'll take barry white <laughs> i'm 
thinking more Tweety the Bird. Um, oh. Ooh, ow. Okay, so so listen, we've got something coming up March 6th. It is the Chat and Cheese webinar series. And what is that, Joel? What is a Chat and Cheese webinar, first off? Webinar. Uh, our webinars are are unconventional to say the least. Yeah. Uh, we're on screen. We're interactive. We're peppering our guests with questions. Mm-hmm. We're challenging them on on issues. This is not just a show me a, a PowerPoint and tell me what like I should think. Like no this is legit um, uh, battle bot in the octagon. <laughs> Uh, what other cliche can I make up? Uh, Mad Max, Thunderdome, like webinar experience. So you need to, to head on over to chadcheese.com and sign up because you'll be sorry if you don't. That's right. It's on the growth of the gig economy starring Lori McInerney from Shift Gig, Ryan Christoy from KRT Marketing. And uh, yeah, it's definitely not going to be a run of the mill. It, that's not how we do shit. You know that, or you wouldn't be listening to this goddamn podcast. Um, yeah. Go to chatcheese.com, click on the little banner, register your ass, be there and have a good time. Awesome. Uh, LinkedIn folks continue to love us. Apparently. I, I don't know why, but we appreciate them. Yes. No, love the LinkedIn folks and also love from others on LinkedIn, Elena Valentine, Matt Disher, Brian Howard, Mark Pfeffer, Ed Rogers. There's just a, there, there's a bunch of people that are out there giving us love on LinkedIn. So thanks guys. We really appreciate that. Yes. And no one gave us duplicate content emails <laughs> this week. So we appreciate that way to way to go outside the box. Everybody give us separate messages. Very nice. Yeah. And also shout out to Josh over at Ronstad. Thanks for listening, dude. Um, and uh, no, there, there will not be a grilled cheese. So wash. So just so you know, yeah, not cool, dude, not cool. I'm not sure what a grilled cheese. So wash is. It was a very bad joke, Josh. Yeah, very bad. It was. Joke. Yeah. Shame. Uh, that's, that's a double boo. And you're getting, <laughs> getting some crickets on, on that one. But, uh, I, I, that's all I got. Any shout outs left for you? Got the Philly crew, Ed, Joe, Joey Stubbs, Bridget, Michelle, Julie, and never, never forgetting Nancy. Uh, and then the, the, the Boston crew, Keir, Tracy, Colin, J-Man, Bill, Gary, and all the hardened listeners over in Beantown. Um, so uh, John, Kyle, we got all these people that are freaking giving a shout out. Um, but last but not least, I actually had to create a page because we are going to all these damn places, conferences and meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And people, for some reason, want to meet us. So if you go to chadcheese.com, Go to chadcheese.com. There's a little banner that says, come meet us, the Chad and Cheese. Uh, You click on it and you can see all the different places that we're going. Obviously, you hear about it, but definitely you should go to TA Tech Europe in Dublin, Ireland. The discount code is right there on the the website. And uh, we also have Sherm Talent coming up in Vegas. Yes. Dude, how weird that Sherm, like... The ivory tower Shermites <laughs> are letting us come to their show and break shit. It's awesome. Dude, Way to go, Sherm. Yeah, and I have to give big props to to, to the the people at Sherm because they they know we're gonna break shit. And you know, it's kind of like when you're that new parent and you go around and you're baby proofing the house. That's exactly mm-hmm. what they're gonna try to do at Sherm Talent in Vegas. But we're, we're still gonna break shit, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, they, they think we read contracts or something. I don't know what the hell that's that's about. All right, cool. You ready to get to the show? Yes. 
hundred million dollars, dude. There was so much money thrown thrown around this week. None uh, of it came to us. But uh, lead story, Vettery yep. got a hundred million dollars. Uh, rumored to get a hundred. I don't think they actually published that number. But yeah. Adeco backed up the Brinks truck for. I don't know. Not the most exciting company in the world, but good for them. Uh, any, what's your take on this hundred million dollar investment? It's 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 kind of weird um, because you know th- their focus it doesn't seem scalable. First and foremost, um, on the website it says our team will help you polish your profile, nail your interview, and be by your side all the way till your new job. You know that doesn't seem scalable. How many freaking people do you have working at that company that can that can obviously service all of these job seekers um, and curate you know lists of talent for companies mm-hmm. at the same time? So it, it doesn't seem very intuitive. Uh, it doesn't seem very scalable. Um, but then I went into one of their job descriptions as I was researching it, and they in the job description, not on the website, but in the job descriptions, it talks about leveraging machine learning, AI, real-time data. So there's something that's happening behind the scenes that they just don't want people to know about or something because I, you can't find it anywhere other than digging really deep into uh, some of the information on the site. You know what else doesn't scale very well? What's that? Paying job seekers a thousand dollars, or I guess it's now <laughs> five hundred. It used yeah. to be a thousand, um, which proves that it's not scalable. They've lowered it. They've cut it in half since they launched uh, back in the day. But yeah, That'll paying stop. job seekers a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, is usually hard to scale. So yes. uh, good luck with that one as well. And I think they probably stop at the market of high tech. Uh, what are the what are the different uh, is account accounting's not in there. It's like high tech finance and sales. Finance sale. Okay, yeah. So yeah, once yeah. once you get to burger flippers and <laughs> janitorial staff, you're probably not ditching out five hundred dollars per yeah. Hire. Now, this is not just for registering, but you actually have to get hired and be on the job for 90 days. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, paying job seekers a lot of money usually doesn't uh, end very well. That's th- that's a gimmick. And that's a gimmick to be able to pull, uh, obviously, seekers in. And as you said, they started out at $1,000. It might have been more than that one time. But they started out like at $1,000 and they've been cutting that down. It's a gimmick. And that's how you get these things rolling. And it's going to go away. There's no question. Um, how do you hit critical mass? That's not scalable. But also, I think that the, the human interaction piece is not scalable. So they're going to have to do something about that as well, especially with a company like a Deco. That's a big company. Yeah. They, they might just swallow them up and forget they bought them uh, a year yeah. from now. Yeah. I wrote yeah. about these guys about two years ago and yeah, the bonus, the signing bonus was a grand and they had a referral program that if you refer someone, you'll get, you get 1500. So mm-hmm. that, you know, that's, I don't think the referrals uh, is still there. Uh, they charge a one-time fee of 15%. Mm-hmm. of new hires base salary and they have to yeah. be on the job for 90 days or you get a hundred percent of your money back just from a business model standpoint i don't see it progressing and maturing in the same way i mean there's no way in hell they can scale yeah how many startups come out and say we're going to put recruiting out of business and for some reason <laughs> they never do it's kind of weird it's kind of weird that way but they do yeah. get pr they do get yes, pr they do and they get bought apparently yeah <laughs> let's just yeah, let's start a business where we put recruiting out of business. We have AI, automation, blockchain, and we launch an ICO, and we'll just we'll all get rich. We'll call it the cheese bit. <laughs> <laughs> you had you had to wait for it, but you knew you were getting the crickets. On that. All right, let's move on. 
to something you know about, higher maturity. Yeah. So we're just talk about some companies that are not going to get $100 million. Um, so so <laughs> remember, remember Jeff Taylor created the 50-plus social network back in the day after he left Monster? Remember boom, that? Boom, boom, boom. I do. Yons. Um, he had Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, Jane Seymour. I mean, he had everything was lining up. Um, the problem was that, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't adopted and it really turned into literally, uh, a list of obituaries. It turned into a graveyard and they mm-hmm. sh- event- eventually shut the site down. So eons doesn't exist anymore. Um, but now the advent of 50 plus dating sites and, and those types of things, uh, you know, I guess, um, Peter over at, uh, he used to be CEO over at Recruit Military. He thought that this might be a good idea, a good niche. But the funny part about this is it's not just about being a website. It's about having job fairs <laughs> and feeding a website into this demographic. So mm-hmm. you tell me, how do you think? And I mean, we're not 50 yet, but how many job fairs have you gone to in the last 10 years, first and foremost? And do you see yourself doing that in the future? No. And not many in that order. To me, it just doesn't make any sense. It, it It's not focused on the actual target demographic it, it itself. And it just sounds like he took kind of like the model of Recruit Military, which is a very heavily event-focused organization, and it feeds into a, a job board. But you can't do that with everything, Peter. So good luck, buddy. But I don't think there's any way in hell that you're getting out of this one. <laughs> First, before I before I spot off here, if you have time, go to go to YouTube and search Eons commercial. It's E O N S. Um, it's hilarious. I, I assume it's still up there. Okay. Um, yeah. the The one thing that's funny about old people is they don't want to admit that they're old. And the reason yes. that, the reason that Eons failed was because. <laughs> If I join an old people's social network, I'm basically admitting that I'm old. Yes. And I don't want to do that. So I'm going to go to Facebook or uh, MySpace at the time was probably the number one social network online. But there was there was very little need for that. And dating is a little different because I'm guessing most people are realistic and think I'm only going to date people that are within like 10 years of my own age. Right. Being, on, being on Tinder if I'm 69 years old is probably not a real reasonable uh, strategy. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, but yeah, for jobs, like why, why would I not be on indeed zip recruiter jobs to careers, Google, et cetera. Like remember AARP put out their own goddamn job board. I mean, that's targeted to a base of people who they serve. Yeah. That, that makes fucking sense. This doesn't make any sense. And by the way, there's a lot of stuff and you know, diversity better than I do, but apparently people aren't hiring old people. They're hiring young people. Um, so posting on old people sites, probably not something a lot of companies are going to do, whether they'd admit to it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to get a job, go to where everyone goes, not just where like a certain age demographic goes, particularly old folks. All right. Your favorite company here in Indianapolis. Canvas? Go Canvas IO. Not Canvas. Not, uh, not, uh, oh, there's another one. Uh, shoot. I'll think about it. Um, no, not them. Not direct employers. Not, uh, 
uh, monster who's sort of here. Not, next. Next not, is here. Not, <laughs> next. Not next. Well, next might be your favorite. Uh, the yeah. music. But anyway, uh, work here, who you love, know and love. Oh, um, yeah. So work here. I'll refresh our <laughs> listeners' memory before you throw them into the uh, sausage grinder. They initially launched as sort of a small business. Uh, they wanted to go to like your local bar, restaurant, laundromat, etc. cetera. Uh, have them put a, a sticker in their window similar to Yelp and mm. have people download the app on their Android or iPhone and then click that they wanted to work there, work here, work there. Uh, and then the business could then download the app themselves and then they could connect. If this is getting boring, it, you're not alone. So then then they connect with the job seekers and then you get a job. So it turns out that that, that model doesn't really work very well. In November of 17, they laid off their sales team, which sounds ominous, but it was, I guess, two people. Mm-hmm. And they have basically pivoted to having a, a like large enterprise companies that have like global to at least national hiring needs. Right. Uh, and then they have super targeted advertising messages. People download the app and then this is where you're going to go off on, on the scale thing is they actually have what's called a career coach. And these career coaches then contact the job seeker based on what the company needs and what they're, they're going to try to like fix people up, match make, and companies are going to pay on a per applicant basis. Oh God, hit the cricket sound effect, would you please? Jesus. Oh yeah. Not the, not the big gun. <laughs> how about, how about your favorite? All right. So I'll let you go off on them and I'll, I'll, I'll try to, I'll defend them probably. I'm, I'm just not going to waste my time, really. I, there are three things, okay? Um, we're in the age of, of productivity, of efficiency, of AI, machine learning, and those type of, types of things. Three things. Mm-hmm. It's counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. It's not scalable. And it's fucking stupid. Take a look at companies like JobAline and Talentify. So these are high volume types of, of uh, companies who can really focus on scale and being able to help companies like work here is trying to help, um, but doing it in, in, a, in a totally different and automated manner. It just mm-hmm. makes a hell of a lot more sense. And what they're trying to do, again, it's it's almost like they're regressing to trying to go back into the to the 19, late 1990s, for goodness sakes. It just it doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> so so the, the precipice of this was the fact that People would download the app and register and just sort of assume that they would get a job, right? Companies would join this thing and just assume like they would get matched with candidates. Whereas with employers, there's a lot more action going on with like resumes being submitted on whatever job sites they're on, et cetera. So they needed a way to spur job seekers to actually move to actually like put on a tie and go into Starbucks or wherever and like ask for the manager. So these coaches are there to make that happen. Now, I agree with you that automate, like there's two, there's two sort of schools of thought here. There's automation and we're going to talk with chat bots and uh, you know, that's what's going to happen or a chat bot or AI is going to like go through tons of profiles online everywhere and then like engage people in that manner and then bring people to you. 
Um, I tend to agree with you that that's where the world is going. But if you sit down with the work here guys, uh, they're convinced that the human touch, the people talking to other people um, is where it's at. And they can pay someone a very minimal amount of money and get that application there for, you know, 200 bucks a pop and make money from that. So good luck to them. We'll see how it works out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get, let's take a break, shall we? Yeah. I think we both deserve a little break. I need a beer. Uh, let's hear, yeah. Let's hear. Yeah. It's, it is four o'clock on Friday. Um, it's five o'clock somewhere too. So let's hear from AJ real quick. Because uh, we love them and we want them to get some exposure. We'll be right back. America's Job Exchange is celebrating our 10th year as an industry leader in diversity recruitment and OFCCP compliance. We've been helping our 1,000-plus customers comply with OFCCP regulations that directly support positive and effective diversity recruitment designed to attract and convert veterans, individuals with disabilities, women, and minorities, and empower employers to pursue and track active outreach with their local community-based organizations. Want to learn more? Call us at 866-926-6284 or visit us at www america's job exchange.com the show just gets worse from here but let's <laughs> let's do this all right so more money's getting thrown around i swear to god yes. like okay dynamic signal who you you love i i'm not so much okay. and status today so which one do you want to talk about first let's go with dynamic signal since i love it all right. All right. Tell us why you love it or tell us, tell us what they do and then why you love it. It's one of those things where we need to meet and we need to engage uh, individuals, employees, job seekers where they're at. Right. So if they're using Facebook, if they're using texting, uh, any way that they want to engage, even if they're using the phone, right? Um, mm -hmm. We need to be able to engage them that way. Dynamic Signal is, is pretty cool because it pulls all of those together in one app. So let's say, for instance, I'm a manager and I want to be able to disseminate information into a large team scenario, or I'm a CEO or something like that, and I want to disseminate that information out. It's not just all coming over an intranet or an email or what have you. It actually is fed down through the messaging pipeline that is pretty much determined by me, the employee. And uh, what they're seeing is, or what the, the research that they've shown is that uh, you have 77% higher productivity when employees are engaged and they're educated on what's going on. So I think as we take a look at Slack and the valuation mm -hmm. of that Slack has, uh, Facebook Messenger, text, all these different these different platforms, it's going to be really hard for companies to get their hands around. How do I communicate with them after they're hired? And how do I help from a retention and productivity standpoint? Uh, being able to, to actually pull all that together in this one app, I think is it's pretty genius. Okay. Genius is it's an engagement app. It's people chatting with each other and taking polls and getting data around that. I, I mean, it's a nice business maybe. Is it genius? Probably not. That would probably be status today, um, although that's scary. <laughs> we'll get to them in a second. But the thing that confuses me, I mean, so you have a lot of companies getting money in this space, mm -hmm. right? You mentioned Slack. You know, Facebook has a product now. Google for hire, you know, they'll probably have some sort of oh, yeah. messaging thing okay. that you'll be able to download as an app. Mm -hmm. It'll probably be kick-ass. Right. Um, you've got Yammer 
who people forget about was the original sort of Twitter for the workplace mm-hmm. that was bought by Microsoft, which to me, that's a huge drop by Microsoft that they've let Yammer just get taken over by Slack. But that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a nice little business, but are you going to choose it over those other options? I don't know. Are those, is anyone going to buy these guys? Well, this isn't choosing over the options. This is being able to pull those options all together into one platform. That's the beautiful part. You don't have to, you don't have to go out and compete against Facebook. You don't have to compete against Slack. What you're doing is you're providing an overall kind of an umbrella to be able to have a messaging system to use all of those. And if you like Facebook Messenger, which I know you do, and I like text, we can receive the same type of information, polls and all those other types of whatever they're throwing out to their employees the way that we want to get them. So I think it's not competing against them. It's wrapping them all up into one and making it very simple for a company to be able to get it done. Um, I don't know, dude, I guess that that doesn't come out very clearly on their website as far as what they do. It, yeah, to me, it looks like it's like Slack with a little bit of different bells and whistles. Like I don't see anything on the site that says connect your email, texting, yada, yada, yada on the site. You can share you can share like articles, mm-hmm. videos and shit like that. But whatever. All right. Sexy stuff. Go check out Dynamic Signal, everybody. Watch some, watch some <laughs> Chad, YouTube videos. Chad or says it's brilliant. Okay, uh, status today. Yeah, that's scary. That's scary as hell. On the website, it says, understand your employees, uh, the use of data to produce insights, right? So you think, okay, well, this sounds pretty cool. Well, this is how the company started. Status today originally set up to use AI for cybersecurity specifically by analyzing a company's internal online communications and network activity, right? So that's how the company started. They are a monitoring, they are a big brother system. And now what they're doing, which is launched in beta, uh, the middle of last year, they've got a more comprehensive piece that's focused around employee insights to be able to focus on uh, employee activity, rogue employees, human lapses in security and those types of things. So much like we've seen with uh, uh, Amazon putting wristband monitors on employees and some people getting microchipped, Mm -hmm. this is pretty creepy, right? Yeah. I mean, you you essentially plug them into your Office 365 or your G Suite and they monitor everything about your employees. They should have called this company 1984, basically, because (laughs) it's so effed up. And I am so glad that I don't work for somebody because I would be fired immediately with the stupid stuff I do uh, in the workplace. (laughs) So, yeah, but, you know, to me, it should have been status today that got 36 million and not dynamic signal instead of the 3.9 million. Like, I think... This is seed funding, right? So, I mean, this is yeah. funding. So I, I, I think, you know, there's an opportunity for them to, to, to get a lot more, ton, tons more cash. Um, and I think, I think you're, you're overlooking just the simplicity of dynamic signal. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, f- I feel a firing squad with status today coming. Maybe status today, dynamic status. signal, both of them. We need I, them both on. No, no. Well, maybe. But that's today. I would, 
I, I usually like doing firing squads that I would actually like listening to. Oh, and okay. dynamic signal do, does not uh, get me excited. But status today could be pretty interesting. Yeah, it's 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 really creepy, and I can't imagine the type of information that we would get out of them. It'd be I think I think it'd almost be like listening to a politician. Yeah, <laughs> which is not good for anybody. But uh, <laughs> we're rambling. Let's move on. All right. Uh, dot jobs. Can you believe we're talking about dot jobs um, launching back in oh seven or oh eight? You, now you and I are close to them. I was in. Yeah. I, I mean, we both know them. Yeah. Or unless people have moved on, but mm-hmm. you know, it was a domain. The goal was companies buy IBM dot jobs, Boeing dot mm-hmm. jobs, etc. And then job seekers right. have an easy place, quote unquote, to go to uh, when they need to look for a job. That didn't quite work out the way they wanted, so they partnered with direct employers, who launched. You, you know better than I do, like millions of domains just totally polluted the internet because <laughs> the internet the internet is such a clean, happy place to be, um, which apparently still isn't working very well. So they recently launched find.jobs, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is touting the, the Google API, which is funny. Wait. Because well, 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 before we do, don't go too far okay, yet, because right. I mean, I think that we we have to talk a little bit about what this whole dot jobs things about. I mean, we know dot com dot jobs is just a top level domain. Yeah. A company owns it, Employee Media out of Cleveland, and they've been doing everything they possibly can to try to leverage this top level domain um, differently than all the other ones. Instead of just breaking up and selling off the different domains, so what they did was. They entrusted about 40,000 different dot jobs domains uh, to uh, to another organization to be able to build <laughs> search technology underneath it. Um, and so let's say just give you an idea. If you went to if, if you go to today, engineer dot jobs or Boston dot jobs or Boston engineer dot jobs, you're going to see job search on those sites and they're all specific to what you typed in. If it's engineer, obviously you're just going to find engineering jobs. Currently powered by direct employers. People, some people loved it and a lot of people hated it enough to, to, to sue us when we put it up. But the basic strategy was fairly simple. Mm-hmm. Um, it was to flank Indeed and really run an experiment to see if Google would trust 40,000 different domains that were relevant and there were dot jobs domains and uh, to see if we could kill Indeed's SEO. I mean, that's really what it was because Indeed was killing it on the SEO side of the house. So 40,000 domains with job search underneath it versus one domain with uh, Indeed. And obviously we know the answer to that. So Indeed won, right? (laughs) And uh, they did more than win. So the funny part is we see Google for Jobs is coming out now. Uh-huh. Um, which is totally crippling indeed. Um, I don't want to say crippling indeed. They, it's it's hurting them. It's 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 hampering their their ability to actually drive free job seekers mm-hmm. back to indeed. Right. So yeah. so that in itself also hurts anybody who's trying to have an SEO play. Right. So again, the whole dot jobs forty thousand domains. They probably have a few thousand domains now. They probably don't have forty thousand anymore. I mean, it's it's irrelevant now. Uh-huh. It is a failed experiment. Yeah. And now 
with the advent of find.jobs, which is from the makers of the .jobs top-level domain, um, Employee Media, they launched just a single website, right, that is powered by, as you'd said, the Google uh, Discovery Jobs <laughs> API, XBLDocious, whatever they call it. Uh-huh. And that's just signaling, once again, that experiment is dead and... SEO for jobs, really, at the end of the day, it doesn't work anymore. So my my question to you is, yeah. why the hell why the hell start up a new job board, just a single job board in the first place? Uh, I don't have a good answer for you. I mean, in their case, they have this license for this domain. They have to do, I mean, they don't have to do something with it, but they paid money. I assume they're still paying money to have the license. Sell a domain. Um, so... Okay, well, if nobody's buying the domains and 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 the, and the the initial the initial experiment, well, that's the thing, right? People bought the domains for potential SEO purposes. So if SEO is like a really tough game right now, yeah. um, then what's the benefit of that as opposed to like .io? Mm-hmm. Everyone's getting, but it, it doesn't really matter. Um, so in their case, you know. If no one's buying the domains, if no one's like going to the job search sites that they currently have all over the internet mm-hmm. um, and they're not making money there, they've got to look at, okay, well, how do we make money? And it's like, well, let's just have one central domain. Let's pull in, uh, you know, jobs to careers or zip recruiter or wherever they're getting their jobs. And at, le- at least we'll get paid on the clicks yeah. uh, or the applicants that we're sending uh-huh. and at least, at least we're getting some money for it. Um, I don't think the direct employers experiment as outside of a few banner ads was all that beneficial to anybody. So uh-huh. the, in their case, they're starting a job board because they're sort of out of options, right? And they're still paying money and trying to make this thing work. Now in the case of our buddies at higher maturity, <laughs> to me, that's to me that's a total waste of money and time. Like just a total throw money in a in a garbage bin, put gas on it, and throw it on fire because that's what you're doing. Um, so to answer your question, there is really no good reason unless you are in healthcare uh-huh. or tech, right? Maybe sales that you would ever have a new launching of a job board, but not a general job board. No. Yeah. Yeah, I did. No, and and hiring old people is not niche enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, we've gone past that. So, okay, so uh, here's the last question. So, so we're talking about, and this is one of the things that I, I'm trying to drive into uh, companies' heads today, is that um, they're looking to buy new domains uh, for maybe maybe job sites or career sites or trying to just do something special because they think it's cool. So you're an SEO guy and we just talked about how, you know, SEO pretty much is, is dead when it comes for jobs. Um, what's the worth of going out and buying a brand spanking new domain versus anchoring onto your corporate domain? That's a, probably more than likely a .com that has so much trust in history. I mean, would you, would you do that yourself? No. Okay. No, especially, you know, if if you're these big companies that are doing this and you're you're Boeing or Hewlett Packard or whoever, like we're talking about domains that have been, you know, 20 plus years online. Right. Yeah. Um, the trust and the link, you know, the the yeah, the, the just the power of that domain to go and start a new one is just really stupid. You know, just just throw just throw a subfolder on that and be Boeing.com slash jobs. Mm-hmm. That's going to be highly more beneficial than Boeing.jobs. 
which means you're going to rank better on, you know, non, non jobs content, career content, other content that might be relevant. So you still might not rank incredibly high on the job side of the house because the, the Google for jobs is, is going to take a lot of that above the fold. Um, Organic. Well, the thing is, the the dot com, dot io, dot net. You know, none of that probably plays very much impact into where you land on search results. The search results are going to be based on mm -hmm. you know the age of the domain, the links that are coming in, right. the quality of those links, um, the you you know people going to the site from search engines. How long do they stay on the site? Do they bounce back to Google? What kind of social signals are we seeing around that on that site? And so it, you're just way better off leveraging an asset. Um, that's been around forever and already has, you know, tons of links and tons of trust and tons of brand awareness than you are just starting anything new, lower this dot jobs or dot net or dot whatever. Doesn't matter. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> and the SEO play is the, is the content outside of jobs. Like if yeah. you want search traffic, you're going to have to like create content. Mm -hmm. Not just rely on jobs. Anyway, we're getting off on a really on a total tangent, but yes, they're gonna have a, they're gonna have a really hard time having find dot jobs show yeah. up on search results. Like they're gonna have to figure out a different way to market this thing if they're gonna make it work. Well, yeah, and I don't think this is. I mean, this is not a bad conversation because on two sides, right? So you've got a bunch of companies that are out there. I've had I've had people come up and actually ask me if if you know, they should start a new job board. I'm like, mm -hmm. hell no. I mean, it, it makes no sense, especially on the, the, the general side of the house. Mm -hmm. um, but also companies asking, hey, do you think we should go and buy a new domain just for uh, uh, our, our career sites? Like, hell no. I mean, we've learned so much. So I think, you know, from the vendor standpoint and from the, the talent acquisition standpoint, it's, it's important to understand the value and the worth of the domain that your company has put a lot of time and Google has a lot of trust in. And if you're going to buy a domain, don't buy gocanvas.io. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've learned that. We've learned that. We love you, Amon. Still bad. Still bad. All right. Well, there's a lot of upheaval in the political landscape of America. And I yeah. think that not only America, but some vendors are in need for a change, which brings us to our latest sponsor. The following message was paid for by the campaign to elect the Chad and Cheese as co-presidents of Monster. Hi, my name is Chad Sowash. And I'm Joel Cheeseman. You know us as the Chad and Cheese Podcast at chadcheese.com. We are aware Monster's new owners have lopped off the heads of old Monster leadership and have focused on filling those positions with fresh ideas and new proven leaders which is why <laughs> let them eat cake get it what lopped off heads marie antoinette oh come on man <clears throat> which is why the chad and cheese are officially running for co-president of monster the chad and cheese understand the current vulnerability of indeed in a market that is crying out for a new platform for and of the people. Really? The baby sound effect again? You know it's my favorite. Yeah, you do love that damn thing. The Chad and Cheese pledge to build and drive cost-effective recruitment options through a new monster vision. Yes, 
And the Chad and Cheese also want to answer your long-standing questions. Like, whatever happened to Monster Networking, Chief Monster, Jobber, Hot Jobs, Goziak, Job Pilot, Talent Ben, Trovix, Tickle, and that blue collar thingy. What was that called? I, I can't remember. Uh, the Chad and Cheese promised to get you the people answers. And we also promise not to make boneheaded decisions like buying Tickle instead of LinkedIn. Yeah, that actually happened. Hey. Chad and I are asking for your support in our bid to co-president Monster. Vote for the Chad and Cheese for co-president of Monster because you deserve a new monster. And we don't mean that purple Bugs Bunny cartoon ripoff thing either. It's a new day. You deserve a new monster. And you'll get one with the Chad and Cheese as co-presidents of Monster. This ad was approved by the Chad and Cheese podcast. Look, there's literally no way in hell these guys are getting this gig, but they have a pretty amazing podcast, honestly. So visit chadcheese.com. Paid for by the campaign of the Chad and Cheese for co-president of Monster. Nice. She cracks me up. All right. So let's end this on a humorous note, which <laughs> is how we should always do this. Yes. Uh, Massachusetts trolley driver uh-huh. uh, has been uh, is now guilty of paying a, a buddy, I guess, two grand to wear a Halloween mask and attack him at work, which I guess is driving the trolley, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Uh, so he could receive workers' comp and disability insurance. Um, now his 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 folly was he gave the guy like one of those plastic pumpkin uh-huh. uh, thingies yeah. that you put your candy in. Uh-huh. And I guess he his fingerprints were all over this uh, plastic <laughs> pumpkin thingy. <laughs> so the cops kind of caught on to him, and he's in trouble. But apparently, you read the story, he took a beating. Like this guy, his buddy beat the hell out of him, um, and he's going to go to jail for it. So it's it's a pretty funny um, tragedy there in, in Beantown. Uh, Darwin Awards. Almost Darwin Awards is like, it's one of those things where you tell, tell your buddy, Hey, you gotta make it look real. So you gotta, you gotta put some bruises on, on me. And then he, he like, you know, ruptures your kidney or something like that. Yeah. That's, that, that's what he deserves. I want to know they, they didn't really, they didn't really report what the Halloween mask was. So I'm trying to figure out, was it like the scream mask from, from scream? Was it maybe a, a hockey mask from Jason? Uh, what are some of your favorite uh, ghosts, uh, Halloween masks? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. That's not a mask. <laughs> it would be a mask. <laughs> Beetlejuice is not a mask. And no one's getting beat down by Beetlejuice. <laughs> that would be funny as hell, though. Somebody getting beat down by Beetlejuice? Uh, oh, damn. That's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, you'd, you'd beat me up for free, right? I wouldn't have to pay you for that. No, no. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm a friend. All right. All right. Well, on that note, I think we're done. Okay. What about you? I'm out, dude. I, I need a beer. We out. out. This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make this all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh, and you're welcome. 
The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.